Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Show will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Ain't God been good to me? But then again, ain't he been good to you too, though? I mean, really, man. Think of all the blessings God has given you. You know what? That's some good news today, though, y'all. In the face of uh the world being the way it is, the the evilness that's out there. It just it just seems like that's all that's on the news sometimes. You know, you we got we got news of parents not really standing up being parents. We got news stories of children turning on their parents. You got you got everything. The economy, you got places you thought used to be beautiful places to go. Now they got travel alerts. It's it's just it's all it's 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 all over. But the good news is there's something that you can have in this relationship with God that gives you a way to deal with it all. And I'm not saying that it'll it'll protect you from every single thing out there that's happening because some things are going to happen to you. You're going to be in an accident from time to time. You're going to make a mistake and fall down from time to time. But man, wouldn't it be incredible to new, for, for you if you understood that you had some insurance in all of this, that no matter what happened to you, you know, you were covered. You know, look, insurance companies, as good as they are, you know, like our friends at State Farm or any other uh, insurance company, you know, they do they do some amazing things. Insurance is a really, really good thing to happen in the event that something happens to you. You know, you may not want to pay the premium, but guess what? In the event that something happens to you, that insurance is absolutely critical. Well, but guess what? They cover certain things. You can get life insurance. You can get auto insurance. You can get accident insurance. You can get health insurance. There is nothing that you can buy to safeguard you against life's decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, if you cheat, if you lie, if you if you fall down and you can't seem to get it together and you make a crazy decision about how you're going to go about securing an income, there, there, are, there are no policies you can buy for that. You can't buy a policy if you stop being the man you're supposed to be and, 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 and give up on your children. You can't buy a policy if something happens as a mother and all of a sudden you're not the mother you're supposed to be. But there is some insurance coverage out there for you. And that relationship that you form with God, that friendship that you form with him, that that alliance that you that that partnership, that that prayer that you put in all the time. There is an insurance policy that you have taken out when you form a relationship with your heavenly father, when you form a friendship, when you form a bond. That protects you, that protects you when these things happen. 
in the event that they happen. Now, here's the great thing about prayer. Prayer can head off some stuff from happening. It really, really can. Prayer can prevent some things from happening. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. Okay, here we go. Because, see, see, this is the best way for me to do it. Because, see, I, what I don't like to do is, is talk to people without letting them know, hey, look, I'm in this hole with you. I feel where you're at. Okay, here we go. I was making some decisions a few years ago because what I thought I was doing was counterbalancing something that was happening in my life. You know, I thought that since I wasn't happy or well, for whatever the reason I thought I wasn't happy, if, if I, as wrong as I am, wanted to blame somebody else for my unhappiness, that, that's, that's really, if, if, if I make a bad decision because I'm thinking I'm unhappy with somebody, hold upon, two wrongs don't make a right. And I make a decision to do something wrong. And now the consequences come when I do something wrong. See, then I already know as an intelligent thinking man, as most of you are, that when you do something wrong, that, you know, there is a consequence for that. I teach that to my sons. When you do something wrong, there is a consequence. So as an adult, I fully understood the consequence. And so what I was doing was I was making some decisions that was causing some consequences in my life that was delaying my happiness, delaying my progress, causing my business not to go the way it could go, so forth and so on. Well, what I started doing was I took out this insurance policy called prayer, and I started putting it in my mix on a daily basis. And then I started putting it in my mix you know, two, three times a day. And then I found myself using it all the time. And then I really started putting it in when, when I didn't need any help, when I wasn't in trouble. I started putting insurance in. I started making deposits into the bank. I started paying my premiums down. And prayer is like a premium. You just pay into it. Then when situations started coming up now, it that prayer that I had put in, that in those premiums I had paid, it started preventing me from making the decisions I was making in the past. Thus, I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Thus, my businesses didn't have to be delayed in its progress because I had put some payments on some premiums. I had taken out an insurance policy with my life, my real life. I'm talking about your life where you make your day-to-day decisions in. I'm not talking about, see, life insurance is only good if you die. God has a policy that's available for you while you're living. See, in order for an insurance policy to pay, something bad got to happen. Now, there may be some others out there I don't know nothing about, but all the ones I got, my car insurance, they only come into play if I have an accident. I have an accident insurance policy where if something happens to me, I got accident, I got I got. My voice is covered in case something happened to that. I, I got that, but but I got to not be able to talk to cash that one. You understand? I'm everything. My, I got homeowners insurance. Don't nothing show up on my homeowners insurance unless it's a flood, a fire, a theft. Something bad got to happen for my insurance to even make sense. When you take out the policy with your with your heavenly Father. When you pay the premiums of prayer, and that's all it costs, man. It ain't, you ain't got to have no money for this policy. I put into the policy, it pays me dividends and benefits for living. 
Ain't nothing got to go wrong for me to cash in on this policy. I use this policy for good things. I'll give you an example. I use this policy to ask God to watch over my family when I travel. Make the decisions to pay your premiums in prayer. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Get you some insurance in your life. And when you have little things like that, keep on stepping, man. God loves you, man. Man, I sure hope you talk to God today because guess what? He sure would like to hear from you. That's for sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I have no, I almost really at the top of my day, I have nothing greater to say than thank you, Lord, for another opportunity for this day. Today is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Man, my mom used to say that to me going out to go to school every morning. It really sunk in because now all my days, I appreciate every last one of them. Hope you do too. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, uh, Junior Kia Spates, uh, Nephew Tommy. Uh, Junior, what's on your mind? You know what, Unc? Uh, let me ask you this, Unc. Mm-hmm. You know, man, you talked about this. We used to talk about this earlier, but I think it's something that I, I really appreciate you saying, man, about pivotal moments in your mm-hmm. life that have yeah. made you who you are today. Mm-hmm. You don't run from them. You just have to embrace it. And you don't even know that they pivotal moments at the time. Uh-huh. Can you just share some of yours that you just think it was pivotal moments for you? Oh, from childhood up to now, it was so many. One of the pivotal moments uh, in my life was taking my father's car keys without asking him. <laughs> and late at night and backing down the driveway and scraping that fender against the chimney before I even got out the driveway. Uh-huh. That was a pivotal moment in my life because my father didn't hear it, but my mother did. Sleep. Somebody out in the driveway messing with the car. Well, that made my daddy come downstairs in his drawers with both guns. And so I was removed from the car at gunpoint. If my mama hadn't said, Slick, that's our baby. 
That's the only thing. That was a pivotal moment. I could have died that day. I've had several pivotal moments in my life. Uh, I think deciding to get married the first time was a pivotal moment in my life and that I've never learned from. I've learned it. You can do something pivotal and almost never recover from it. Uh, uh, that was the first one. I've done it three times now. And uh, I've, I've learned to improve. But that was a crazy one because my first marriage, you're supposed to improve every time. Yeah. But that second one was such a nosedive off the cliff. <laughs> into the abyss. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, this third one is great joy for me. That was a pivotal moment. Um, getting my first television check was a pivotal moment that got me out of homelessness. That was a wonderful moment, but I spent every dollar of that damn check. How fast? How fast? I, in a week, without even knowing where the what? next one was coming. But I bought, bought everything I had ever dreamed of because I didn't know if they were going to really give me a TV show or not. So I took the advance. I bought an apartment, clothes, furniture, and I waited on the car. But that's how I spent that whole check. Things you yeah. needed. Zero. I cashed it, carried the money around with me, and spent it. <laughs> Pivotal oh, moments yeah. from Steve. Thank you. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, Nev? How about the church calendar? What do you think? Uh-uh. <laughs> One of them nice sisters right there on July. Church calendar, cat dog. Let's go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison, uh, um, Allison, she's not here, man. She at work um, as we're speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is Brother Lester. Brother Lester, how you doing today? All right. Lester, Brother Lester. Right, from the church. Okay, okay. Over at uh, my Right, 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 right. You a husband, right? What, Jerry? I'm Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, this is Gerald. Yeah, okay, okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sunday, and I said that I was going to try to make it. But I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is going to be a better year. I'm going to get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We we love to have you. That's for sure, man. I, can I give you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay, yeah, sure. Um, Is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? Actually, the uh, single ministry, man, I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. Okay. So let me let me give you, let me give you my number real quick. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be like the couples come in and be like, this is Mister and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, no, I don't no, no, no. What we doing? See, a lot of the guys got together. What we're gonna do is the mount swimsuit calendar and we're gonna we trying to put that together man so let me give you my number man because i want to call all the guys were saying if she get on the calendar it'll probably get sold you know, wait a minute time. wait a minute whoa, whoa 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 let's slow down slow down brother lester let's slow down okay uh a calendar a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church what it is uh gerald we're gonna be the first church to who have ever done a swimsuit calendar you see what i'm saying no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You call it for my wife to be in it. Are you sure you got the right number? Because Yeah, yeah, married. yeah. I mean, because your wife is Allison, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about 
all the guys, y'all got together and y'all voted for my... Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Ooh, God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying... I don't understand where you're going with this. And Listen, we're going to get Sister Gidry. She's going to be Miss March. June is like pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me. You're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar. But then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. Okay, well, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry, and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But hold on, what my wife got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I know the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling talking about my wife being in something like this? You hold up, that. Woo, Jesus, help me. Hey, man, you 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 should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a. Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there, and we trying to get help, and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man? Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't nothing but some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties? See, what you got to understand, Gerald, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For- what are y'all doing, man? This is not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I, when I we wash cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this turning to, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done is because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand, listen, we got Sister Gidry, we got Sister Vicky, okay? Uh, so Ms. wait a minute, you saying that they done signed off on this. You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them That's on our what list. I'm saying, man, ain't nobody getting with Man, what is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey, man, listen, just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no d- picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full time? Part time, I'm at the church. Okay, are you in there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for, for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start, Left. Seven o'clock, but why you, what, what, what's, 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 what I want you to do is for me, before you go to rehearsal, can you just be right in the front right quick? I just want to, we need to meet personally right quick, Lester, me and you. So I'm going to come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that, this is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my damn house talking about my wife doing all this idiotic type so let's meet right in the front, brother, before you go to sing. I, I got something for you to sing, hey, dog. So meet me in the front, man, please, before you go in, Lester, because we ain't going to talk about this no more over the phone. Let's talk about this in person. Okay. First of all, I man, you got to calm down, man. I don't even understand why you irate like You know what? Yeah, I'm going to calm down, Lester. Seven. So it started at seven. Let's do six fifty-five, Lester. I think this is going to work for us. This is going to help your calendar get out the way that you really, really needed to get out, man. I got something for you that's going to help this cause. Please be outside at six fifty-five. Please don't go in. I'm going to be outside. I'm, you, can you bring a picture with you? Oh yeah, I got a picture for you. I got a nice picture for you. I tell you what, me and Tommy will be outside waiting on you when you get there. You in who? 
me and nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we're going to be right outside in front of the church. Oh, Oh, man. Man, who did this, man? Hey, man, your brother Jason told me to prank phone call you, man. God, man. You know you know what he said? Tell him I said, if that fool came to church more often, he would know that this is a prank phone call. Oh, man, I'm glad it is, man. Can you just imagine if I had to drove through that church acting a fool today, man? Yeah. I got, I got to ask you this here, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, you. I hate too much. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Coming up next, it is the CLO, uh, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions. We'll get right into them right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the incomparable, and I do mean incomparable, Tyler Perry will be our special guest. He's going to tell us about a Medea homecoming. That's coming up at the top of the hour. We can't wait for that. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions. Bev in Charlottesville says, my husband And I retired three years ago, and I am ready to get back to some kind of daily activity, whether it be a job or back to playing tennis. My husband's feelings get hurt when I want to do things without him, and I don't like how dependent he has become. How do I wean him off me so I can have a life? You wean him off like animals do babies in the wild. What? Ain't no more damn milk. (laughs) Mm. Just cut him off like that, just... Cut him off. Cold turkey, Steve? Get off the tee. It's not here for you anymore. From what I've learned from people who do retire, if you don't stay active, you're going to let that rust set in on your body. Oh, uh-huh. And old age going to come take you away. It is in your best interest to go do something. Go play tennis. Do moving. not go back to work. Why would you retire to go back to that? Yeah. Go play you some tennis. Enjoy your life. Go play tennis. Go take lessons. Go sit at the park. Go run, exercise, do anything. But get active. Your husband will be fine. Man, get your hands go. off me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so cold turkey to bed. Moving on to Lene in D.C. Lene writes, I'm 27 and my boyfriend is 28. When we, when we watch TV, he'll ask if I think a guy is handsome or has a great body, and it is very annoying. I finally asked him if he thinks they're cute or fine, and he yelled and told me not to ever question his manhood. Is he insecure, or is he trying to see if I'm attracted to other men? Hmm. I just think he's stupid. <laughs> I don't, why would you start a fight at your own damn house watching TV? What's wrong with your dumb ass? Mm-hmm. You know, now you insecure if she looking at the same men on TV. You saw the dude. You know he cut up. You know he yoked. You ain't got the ass cut. You got eyes. You know he ripped. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Marjorie watch TV all the time. Be men come across there with little tiles on just below. They enabling all this here. I see him. <laughs> you know what's up. Hey. <laughs> your, your, your neighbor don't look like that, though. No, I ain't, I ain't seen my name. 
How long, Steve? I don't, know. I don't even know. I don't even think about it no more. I took pictures of myself and then I ain't. You forgot all about it. I ain't even know it was a hole there no more. Sometimes it had a lot of overgrowth on it. I ain't even seen the hole in a while. I, I look in here well. I don't know nothing about my neighbor. I don't give a damn. But like I tell my wife all the time, you know, dude, be as fine as he want. He ain't sending you nowhere. I send you wherever you want to go. I, I got life for you. Right. That's you right. Know. That's right. So he's insecure and stupid, you're saying. Just let it go. Man, he's so damn dumb. Stop asking me. Ask him, do he think women is fine? Mm. Okay. All right. Moving on. Women ain't got no problem complimenting other women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to get a dude uncomfortable, start asking him how he feel about women. (laughs) Question my manhood. (laughs) What is you bringing him up for? You don't want to keep bringing him up. Yeah. Think he's fine? <laughs> what about him? Yeah. Yeah, look at the arms on that one right there. <laughs> I think that's, that's that looks like an eight pack. <laughs> All right, moving on to Farah in Miami. Uh, Farah writes, my husband's father was over recently and he took his shoes and socks off and stretched out on my velvet sofa. He had uh-huh. on foot powder and it got on everything. When they he left. He, yeah. <laughs> they still got foot powder? Hell yeah, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> when he left, I vented to my husband, and he said, it's it's just a couch. Uh, is he for real? The couch has foot powder all over it. How is this okay? Hey, That's let me Nick. explain something to you, lady. Listen to me. You better thank the Lord for that foot powder. See, he put that foot powder on because he knows he likes to take his feet out of his shoes. If he didn't have that foot powder on, you'd have to replace that damn sofa because he got some stuff on his feet that'll burn through fabric. You can get the foot powder cleaned off of that, but if he don't have that foot powder on, and I mean, he used, he ain't even got that spray, that uh-huh. spray on and it don't uh-huh. flake. Uh-huh. He using actual foot powder, sprinkling it. Got the little air holes in the cap. And he dousing his feet in that because he mm. got to. Because he done took his shoes off and cleared a room before. <laughs> he, if he don't have that foot powder on, that boy could set them drapes on fire. I'm just trying to tell Woo. you. Yeah. Mm-mm. She should have put a towel on it or something. Or covered it or yeah. something. Yeah, something yeah. to cover her sofa. Yeah. yeah. But he country as hell, though. Don't nobody come over to somebody else's house and stretch out. Yeah. Foot powder on. He saw that damn foot powder when Gout. he set up. He got yeah. he was, You're that comfortable? Yeah. Damn. All right. Moving on to Yaz and Jefferson. Yaz says, I'm 40 and just started dating a guy four months ago. I'm a private person, and he wants the world to know we're together. I don't allow him to post pictures of me on his Instagram page, and Valentine's Day was no exception. He did it anyway and won't take it down. How long should we date before going public? Wow. Well, obviously, you're not sure if this is the one. The reason you don't want to be posted is because you don't want any other potential suitors to thank you off the market with him. He's convinced that you're it. You're the one he's proud of. you. So I can't answer that question. Uh, when should you post it? 
I think you should post it on there when you think this is the one. I have a young guy that works for me, and we were having this discussion the other day because I told him I didn't think him and his lady were serious. And he said, why not? I said, because I don't see y'all posting each other on y'all's mm-hmm. site. Mm-hmm. He said, Mr. Harvey, that's not a sign that you're together. I said, well, it, y'all post everything else that matter to you. You post your travels on there. You post your food on there. But you don't want to post your girl on there. I said, maybe it ain't your girl. Mm. You know. Get the post mm, that part. If it right. is. Now, he ain't spoke to me since. And if I'd have knew that's what it was to get his ass quit talking to me, I'd have been said. You know what? <laughs> mm. quit, quit wasting time. Yeah, I'm finna call up a few more people today and say some things I've been wanting to say. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. You're, you're telling her it's okay to post. I mean, he's if, he's 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 ready. You're not. Mm-hmm. You asked him not to. He posted it anyway. You know, you a private person. It's Valentine's Day. What you going out with the dude for? If this ain't the one, tell him. Yeah. All right. All right. You Thank fought you, CLO. <laughs> right. Coming up at the top of the hour, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry will be our special yeah. guest. We're excited Take about me. that, and we know you are too. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, everybody. Hey, uh, as promised, uh, we got a family member uh, with us this morning, uh, an absolute genius storyteller. Uh, When I tell you has uh, completely upended Hollywood, no one, no one in our current era has changed Hollywood more than this man right here. He's produced and directed close to 50 films. He he owns and operates the first black-owned major film production studio in Atlanta, Georgia. He's a bad man. He's a good friend of the show. 
He's got a new project coming out on Netflix on February 25th, and it's starring one of our all-time favorites, and Lord have mercy, Madea. Uh, the movie is a Madea Homecoming. Let's find out more about the movie. Please welcome to the show the one, the only. Will Packer. Where Will Packer and everybody else is trying to get to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Rich Ass Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perry. Hilarious. Hilarious. That's my new last name, Rich Ass. That's funny. That's funny. But, dog, you said Will Packer. Will Packer, man. Will Packer. Will's, listen, Will's producing the Oscars. I'm, I'm proud of it, man. That's awesome. Man, that's cold, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Man, how you been, Tyler? I'm hanging in there, man. I, I'm, I'm really, really excited about everything that's going on. Life is good. I ain't got no complaints at all. What What drives you, man? What What's behind you? What, you know, what? at this at this, first of all, it was not being broke in the beginning and taking, <laughs> yeah. care, of, taking care of my mother. But at, <laughs> at this point, at this point, Steve, you just, you've been to the studio. You see all these kids coming to work here, all these black mm-hmm. and brown faces that never had a shot. All these women never had a shot. So mm-hmm. them walking through the gates, man, that makes me want to go to work every day. Oh, I wow. love you. Uh, I, I tell you, man, I've shot uh, a lot of times out there, man. And I'm telling you, I've been on every lot in Hollywood. I, I don't care if it's Paramount, Sony, Columbia, Radford, CBS, uh, Universal. I've shot at every lot. I'm telling you what this man has built in Atlanta is on par. It's probably the best lot I've ever shot on. And when it comes to space, area, uh, and the interests, I mean, it's all... It's just top-notch. It's not lacking anything. Don't you think for one minute that he built something that was, you know, try to, you know, hope he got there. No, he got there. He got there and <laughs> went right on past their ass in a lot of areas, too, man. It's a great facility. And it's growing, from what I understand. So congratulations, brother. Yeah, man, try to listen. We've been sold out for two years now, so trying to get – I start building uh, new stages this month just so we can get more people in, man. As soon, no sooner than I build them, they're gone. So we got 10 more we're building now, so we'll have 22 in the next uh, year. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Wow, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at God. Hey, mm-hmm. Wow. Won't he do it? <laughs> Still doing it. Yeah. Still doing it. Still, right. Well, hey, uh, fool, listen to me. <laughs> we this all I can call him sometime is a fool. But this dude right here now, we've been seeing these promotional pictures of Medea for the movie. <laughs> hey man, hold up, dog. No, you, more you did a sp- Obama. <laughs> <laughs> no, more Obama. I'm so sad, I'm so sad. <laughs> Look, I'm waiting, here. I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Mary to call me and cuss me out, man. She's, everybody else I called and say, listen, I'm doing this spoof. I didn't get a chance to call her to see what she said, so I just put it up there. Medea J. Blige on Instagram, man. <laughs> everybody calling me. Listen, I got so many friends calling me saying, are you okay? No. <laughs> Tyler, seriously, I just said, man, what's wrong with him? <laughs> you one of them. Are you okay? Do you need? Do you need anything? You need a vacation? I'm just having yeah. fun, man. I'm having yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun for us, Tyler. We love it. Man, I you did it. Beyonce's homecoming. Mm, uh, yes. She did a spoof on Beyonce's homecoming. Look at Coachella. 
You done redone the bridge, Bridgerton. That, and I, I actually got what? caught up in that show because I didn't believe it was going to last long. Because I was like, who is the black dude? <laughs> with all these white girls and ain't getting killed in this movie. That's exactly right, right. I was just trying time. to figure that out. And then Medea did the Mary J. Blige at the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Now, oh God. we all thought that Medea was retired. What brought her out of retirement? What happened, Tyler? Now, honestly, though, honestly, if you, if you look at what's happening in the world, all the social uh, injustice and all the social unrest and and uh, civil unrest and things that are happening with people and this this former president we had and just the pandemic, man, all the sadness. I just want to make people laugh. I wanted to laugh and I want to make people laugh. And when I tell you I went for it in this one, she is as raw as she's ever been. I went for, I went hard with it, man. So I can't wait for y'all to see it. <laughs> and look, you think that Beyonce thing is something? Just wait to just stay for the end credits. That's all I'm going to tell you. Stay for the end credits. Okay. The end credits. Stay for the end credits, man. Just stay for the end credits. <laughs> and listen, Steve, I've never, like, I don't smoke when I got to work and stuff like that. I had to get high to do that last scene. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm high. I smoked me a couple of joints and sat there and did that last scene. It's crazy. It's crazy. What? <laughs> yep. That's the truth. That's Breaking the truth. news, ladies and gentlemen. This is a world premiere on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yep. Tyler Perry smokes weed to yep, do Medea. I got purple that haze. Purple haze. <laughs> Boy, if you should have seen their face on Zoom, Shirley and Carla, when you said you got high, they went. They miles fell open. I did. The only re- listen. The only reason I could do that last scene, you know why? When you see it, is I had to have me a little smoke. I'm just telling you right now. Oh my god! So that's why. So that's why that was so stupid. I hey, can't wait. We gonna I let that wait. sit in for a minute. Y'all sit tight. Hang on, Tyler. We'll be back with more with Tyler Perry right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We back. Uh, we back with the one and only Tyler Perry. Man, this dude right here. When I tell you groundbreaking. He's broken more grounds than anybody in our lifetime in terms of uh, movies, productions, uh, film studios. He's just been a first in so many areas. I remember when he first started doing these Medea things, and they were just looking at him, talking about, that's not going to work. That's just a church project. It turned out to be one of the biggest movie genres in in the history. And, I mean, he's done it his way. And his ownership of his projects has been inspiring. I don't, we'll, we'll never know how much he really makes and what he's really worth, but I can tell you all for a fact. <laughs> Way more than your ass can imagine. What oh, oh, oh. is boy out there? I done been around him enough. I've experienced some of his uh, things, and I just want to say praise him. Let him use you in Jesus' name. If I can ever say one of my damn friends is about as rich as your damn friend, I can say that to most white folks. <laughs> <laughs> and that I thought I'd never be able to say. Hey, man. Yeah, let, hey, man, congratulations, man. This is a a big uh, role. You got, uh, this, this is your 10th feature film starring Medea in a major role. And it, the return of Tamla Mann, David Mann, Cassie Davis, uh, Gabrielle Dennis, plus a guest cast from a lot of people, man. You just, Tyler, did, did, have you thought about retiring? 
man. I'm 52. I got at least another eight to ten years to go. So we, we're gonna run. We're gonna run hard up until then. How about this? I'll be. I'll retire when you do. How about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you gonna, gonna run working. hard too? <laughs> yeah. Judge Steve, what you gotta say, Judge Steve? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. No, exactly. No, no, I just <laughs> got my hands wrapped around this one right here. This one's gonna be good. <laughs> right. Yeah. 20, but 20 you know, years, man, man. 20 years of Medea. It's been 20 years and people are still Amazing. coming. It's, it's blowing my mind. So for this thing to be on Netflix on the 25th of February, I, I just can't wait. People are so excited about that. 20 years, man. I'm just, I'm telling you, how, you know, something to run that long and still going, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and dog, and, and works every single time. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. That's, that's what's great. Great. funny. But but it's never the same though. Now Medea done got her ass in some real situations. That's right. She went to jail. I can't wait to see her at the homecoming because it's a family drama that erupts at Medea's uh, great grandson's college graduation. Yep. And the movie also tackles a a current uh, thing about the uh, LGBTQ plus Steve. (laughs) He was close, man. He was close. Hey man, I expect nothing from you except the best, man. Uh, you've been an inspiration, brother. I thank you. The Judge Show is patterned after what I learned from you. So, oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, man, that's hang awesome, on. Yeah. Hang on one second, man. Okay. We'll be back one more time yeah. with the legend that is the rich-ass Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back. Uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show. We have a natural born fool on the show with us, Tyler Perry. Ain't no need of uh, going around it. He's done so much. Man, we were talking uh, before we left off. We were talking about all of the things that he's broken ground on in the industry and everything. And this new Medea film, this uh, Medea is going to uh, the Medea homecoming. It follows a family drama that erupts at Medea's great grandson's college graduation. Why is it that black people wait to graduations for stuff to pop off? Ceremonies. <laughs> Ceremonies. Well, listen, hell, I paid $37 for that damn... I, I helped $37 what I put in on that board to go to school. I can say what the hell I want to. That's my $37. <laughs> I helped them right get through school. I bought, a, I bought a page in a damn book or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's the whole thing, man. She can say whatever she wants because she gave him $37. Not 37 <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, so how did this wind up on Netflix? Is this is this your first deal with Netflix or, or, or? no? The second, the th- first thing I did was a Fall from Grace on Netflix, and that thing was so yeah. successful for them. They came back going, "Hey, what you got? What do you want to do?" And I, and they they came with the Medea idea. I was like, "Uh, okay." So so what I love about it though is you know they always say black movies don't travel, they don't travel internationally. Well, a Fall from Grace proved that that's wrong because of what it did all around the world. So when Medea drops, I just can't wait to see what happens. I guess everybody gets to see it all around the world at the same time. That That is exciting for me. Great movie. Yeah. yeah it was good. Yeah, thank you. thank you. everything. I loved it. Yeah, I got another one I'm working on, too, so y'all be ready. Uh, we're ready, sir. <laughs> uh, listen to this there. one over here. We're ready, here. sir. Here we go. <laughs> Was that Thomas? Is that Thomas? That's Thomas. I think, I think that's Thomas, yeah. 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 And Shirley yeah. and Carla, we're ready for the parties. We're ready. Yeah. I think Monica, that's right. ready. I'm working on this. I just, once we get this pandemic go over, Ben, I, I'm, I'm throwing one hell of a party. It's going to be just because it's over parties. Just because it's over. <laughs> Yay! There's some, there's some areas at the house that they can, we can have a party and it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> Man, I wanted to... Uh, one of the things about this new judge show I was saying before I went off the air was, you know, I've, I've learned so much from watching this brother. 
and it was imperative, man, uh, that I finally got the message because I just I just didn't have the example in front of me over my life. I just didn't get it, man. I was plus I was going through so much trauma I couldn't really focus. But what I learned from this brother was ownership, and that's been a critical piece, man, to this brother's success because when you own it and you own content and IPs and all of this here, that's very valuable. And I think, man, what's gonna happen with this man right here, when all of this stuff comes to light, I think what's gonna shake out is we're going to be looking at one of the most, not only gifted, but one of the most financially stable people to come along in entertainment in our lifetime. As a matter of fact, when it comes to entertainment, I think this brother right here will surpass all that has ever been done in entertainment. And, and wow. I, I, I know You're for black people, but I'm telling you, it's a bad dude right here, man. Congratulations, man, on everything, brother. I appreciate that, man. I, I really, really appreciate it. And that's what I'm hoping that more of us get to is, is ownership, you know. Because then, then when you, the more of us own, we stop talking about what this other person doing or what the white man doing, what that one's doing. It's got to be ownership. That's the only thing that's going to give us long-term change. So that's why I'm trying to encourage everybody. Own as much as you can because that way you can make your own rules. Wow. And that yeah. you have. All right, everybody, listen up. It is uh, February 25th. 25th, that's right, February 25th. <laughs> and it started, our favorite, is this Medea? Medea, yes, February 25th, I'm going to be on Netflix, thank you. Uh, what's the name of the movie? The name Ma'am? of the movie is My Dear Homecoming, and uh, we are going to be HBCU on, in, in, on February 25th on Netflix, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can they expect from the movie, ma'am? Me, me acting a damn fool, and I might even show my breasts. It might even be a wardrobe oh. malfunction or two, but just be ready. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Mr. Tyler Perry. Yes, sir. sir. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Got you, boy. Tyler. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's the strawberry letter for today. The subject, my daughter's husband. My daughter's husband. We'll get into that in just a bit. Wonder what that's all about. Woo. But uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? What you got? My dog, Apollo. Hmm. My dog, Apollo. That's my dog, <laughs> Apollo. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, uh... Is this apartment 18C? Yeah, this this 18C. Hey man, my name is Virgil. Uh, who 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 is this right here? Who is who is this? You speaking to Marcus? What's going on? Okay, Marcus, let me ask you something, man. Y'all 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 done messed up. Y'all y'all done got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped up charges, man. Hold on, I'm lost here. What 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 is this you talking about? You got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped up charges. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you sure you died the right number, I man? I got this... the right number, man. Y'all, you, you and you and you and eighteen C, ain't you? Yeah, okay. This eighteen C. Now tell me, now, now what is this about Apollo? Who is Apollo? I don't, I don't know what you're talking you, you, about. You got, y'all got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped up charges. You know, now he downtown, and 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 and, and evidently somebody pressing charges. So now I got to figure out how we gonna. How I'm gonna get Apollo out of jail. Hold on, hold on, this don't listen, make no listen, sense right here, man. It, I need God to go downtown hey, and go on and drop these charges so Apollo can come home. 
Pump the brakes, boss. Listen what you're saying now. You calling me about somebody that I don't even know. I ain't even, I don't know no Apollo. You know, I, I, I apologize for your homeboy and, 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 and everything that's going down, but I, I don't know nobody named Apollo. I really don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So, okay, you know, so y'all, y'all, y'all ain't called the police last night. Ain't nobody called no police. You you ain't called. You're going to sit here and lie to me and tell me you ain't called no police last night. Let's take this back. Now, now, what's your name, man? My, my name is Virgil. And now, now, how you come about getting my number? Don't Who worry about my... how I got your number. I got it. You the one. I know you the one got Apollo arrested on these trumped up charges. Don't worry. Now, hold on. How you know? Where is? How you know where I live? Cause I live above you. I live in 19C. 19C. 19. So, are you the one that got the loud barking dog all hours That's of the night? That's Apollo. My dog is Apollo. My God. Apollo, man, you got me thinking that you talking about some human being. You sitting here calling me about some animal, some dog. You arrested my dog oh, listen, last listen, night, man. man first of all, no, nah, evidently you pressing charge. Hey, listen, nah, you going man. down there to get my dog out of jail, man. Evidently, you need to listen to what you talking about, man. You calling me about some animal? Listen, we call the front desk people about disturbance. Every time we look around, we hear your dog. So you might need to take it over with whoever that's in charge with the apartment complex, because that's who we inform about your loud dog. Now, you know, you calling me, how you got my number, I don't know. But you need to check this out and, and, and talk with the people that's in charge of the apartment complex. I'm taking it up with the person that could, that filed a complaint and got my dog arrested last night. Now, my dog down there on some Trump really? charges. Really? Really? They didn't even read, they really? didn't even read Apollo his rights or nothing like that. Really? You really talking? Talk, listen to what you're saying, man. Out the house, man. And, and, and it's all this cause of you. Man, I think you need to, uh, you you need some counseling or something about because you talking about a dog. How can a dog get arrested? You need to. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Listen, I I I don't think we got anything else to talk about, man. Because yeah, uh, we got we got to talk about Apollo, man, and how how you gonna go down there and get him out of jail, and you need to have him here back this, by the this, this evening. I I ain't finna go through this without my dog being here. This man sounds crazy. Baby, this man calling me about a dog being arrested. This is the dog that be barking. It's Apollo, this man. Apollo is a, is, a, is a family member. And you done got him arrested, man. For, for what? Hey, man, Why would you do something like that? Man, how about this? You and that dog. Don't be calling me no more talking to me about some dog that I ain't got no control over. You need to take this over the police or whoever called. Ain't nobody calling no police. Did you just say Apollo? Man, listen. Did you just say that? You heard what I said. Okay, okay. Hey, man, I'm I'm not trying to argue. Okay, look, look. Let's let's just, let's just do this here. Is it any way you could just come down there with me this evening and drop the charge? Come down where? Come down to the police station, man. Where Apollo at, dog? Look, 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 look. Dog. He down. Listen, listen. Okay, I'm not trying to holler. He down there on some trumped up charge. You, you can't even pick him out in a lineup if you want. Apollo clean. I can't believe it. He ain't got it. no prior convictions, man. I can't believe it. Nothing like that. Uh, uh, listen, man. Do you really hear what you're saying? Now, I know they say man, uh, uh, best friend is a dog, but you taking this a little bit too far. Now, you need to really listen to what you're talking about. You need to handle all this, what you got a problem with, with the folks at the front desk and the police, if they do got your dog. This really don't make any sense right now to me. Now, I, I apologize once again about your dog, but uh, I think we have our uh, business finished right now. Hey, man, because let me I, tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this right here, okay? Uh, uh, Marcus, right? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you this here. You try to testify against him. Try to testify against against Apollo and see what happens. What in the world are you, are you 
Listen, man, I'm going to tell you like this. You, Apollo, anything else that you got to say about this situation right here. You found my number. You found. You know where I live. You just come see me. You, you, you really want that? I'm about to be through with this phone call, man. i tell you what. i tell you what. Let me say this right here. I'm going to say this right here to you. Try to, you, try, you try to get on the stand and testify against Apollo, and I promise you, dog, you're going to have some problems on your hands. You hear me? Listen, you really talking some nonsense right now. Do you really hear what you're saying to me? Apollo is a dog. I know he's a dog. He's my dog. You know what? I tell you what. Hey, man, how that, uh, how that pretty little wife of yours doing? The one that be at home while you going to work all day. You just say to me? How is that pretty little wife of yours that be gone, that be at home when you gone to work? Who, who, what's, your, what's your name? Who I already this? told you my name, Verge. Check this. 19C, where you at, right? Please that's where I'm that's, at. Well, please believe that's where we about to meet right now. Because now the man is going to come up here talking to me about my wife. So if it's any other dog you got up in the place, please believe that dog is going to get up right along with your Okay. Well, I got, I, got, I got one more thing you told you. But man, you one thing you need to know for you, you ain't got to say to me because you ain't took this a little too far around with me and a dog. Now you trying to talk about what's going on in my household and my wife? Please believe 19C is where you about to find okay, me. Okay, well, let me tell you who else up here in 19C that's waiting on you. All of them about to get up. Who else is all up in 19C? Okay, well, well let me tell you who else in here. You want to know who else in here? Man, I'm finna tell you this here. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show is up in here in 19C. <laughs> what the hell? Nephew. This is Nephew Tommy. <laughs> man, you got me cussing, man. My mama be listening to this station. Your neighbor Gerald got Gerald me to prank you. you about your neighbor downstairs. Man. Oh, man. Hey, man, you got to tell me this, baby. What's the baddest radio station in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Nephew Tommy's crazy <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm real stupid. Yes. <laughs> Apollo, that's my dog right there. That's my boy. Yeah, Apollo, baby. <sighs> but you try to test. <laughs> they got Apollo down at the police station. What? Got him you down talking there about a dog? dog? <laughs> Come down here, man, and, and drop these charges. Trump you charge. better not testify. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been that testify. Oh my testify. God. Right. <laughs> Say something bad. Say, about man, Apollo. what is your wife going to be doing? The one to be at the house alone while you work? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Hey, man, the whole game changed. That's the that's Tommy. How you get he was going up to 19C, though. Yeah, yeah. He was going up to 19C. Yeah. You can't let him get up there. That's, what, that's, how, that's how you create problems. You got to make sure you keep him on the phone. And shut it all down before they get to. Once you get hung up on, you got problems. Ah, well, the nephew was straight stupid last night, baby. Baltimore Comedy Factory. Was I ignorant? Was I ignorant? Yes, I Where was. Yes. Two more tonight and two Saturday. Ignorance at its best. Got a couple more seats for tonight's show. Other than that, everything else is gone. All right, a couple more seats on the second show tonight. Other than that, it's gone. Those famous words have arrived. All right, Hola. thank you, nephew. Congratulations. Coming up, uh, Strawberry Letter, subject, my daughter's husband. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? 
Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know. It could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. My daughter's husband is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, my daughter got married young and she has a short attention span. She's almost 30 and it looks like she's about to cheat on her husband. She married a man that's 38 and he's a lot more settled than she is. My daughter has been talking to a new guy on the phone and she told me he's smart and funny. I've seen her ignore her husband's calls when she's on the phone with him and she doesn't even know her four-year-old exists. I asked if she was having an affair, and she said they are platonic friends. The other night, uh, she was supposed to come pick her son up, and I hadn't heard from her. She wasn't answering her call, my calls or texts, so reluctantly, I called her house, and her husband picked up, and he said he was looking for her, too. A few, more minute, a few minutes later, he came to get the baby, and I could tell he'd been drinking because he was talkative. He said he thinks my daughter is cheating on him and she hasn't had sex with him in a month. I felt so bad for him, so I hugged him. He told me that I felt real good and he squeezed my behind with both hands. I stood there frozen for a second uh, before I pulled away from him. He apologized and said he'd been drinking, but then laughed and said, I do feel like silk. He asked me if I had ever thought about him in a romantic way. He said when he first met my daughter and I, uh, he was initially attracted to me. I clearly remember that day, and I did think he was fine AF, but not for me. I'm only 48, and a man 10 years younger can't handle me. It's a good thing my boyfriend called when he did because things got heated quickly. I know I need to talk to my daughter about her bad behavior, but do I need to tell her about her husband's behavior too? Well, I mean, not if you don't want to blow up the spot because this this letter took a hard left. I mean, it really, really did. And you're talking about it got heated quickly and and all of this. I mean, were you into this? You know, it sounds kind of like you were. So I'm going to tell you this, Mom. You, you need to back all the way out of your daughter's marital issues, uh, telling, her husband, telling her about her husband's behavior. No need to at this point. 
Uh, she doesn't care what you have to say anyway. I mean, you've asked her about this other man. She's still doing her thing. Uh, in other words, the only person she's listening to right now is her so-called platonic friend. Uh, you said she even ignores calls when it's her husband when she's talking to this other guy. Your daughter needs to be concerned about her son. She's taking you for granted because she knows the baby's safe with you. She can stay out for days or whatever and, and not have to worry about him because she knows you got him. Uh, it's very selfish and irresponsible of her to take advantage of you that way. So now you need to get serious and start telling her, no, you can't babysit. Uh, if you miss the baby, you can go over there and visit him and her house for a couple of hours, then leave, period. And I would suggest taking your boyfriend, too. Um, that, that might keep her at home, you know, if you go over there. The other thing you need to do is never, ever allow her husband to pick up this baby uh, and drive anywhere or anything like that. Maybe he walked over to your house. I don't know, but don't do that, especially when he's clearly been drinking. And, and please tell him when you get the opportunity in no uncertain terms, uh, should he ever touch you like that and do what he did, uh, squeezing your butt and saying he wanted you first. Come on, that's never going to happen again. Uh, it's their marriage. They have to figure this situation out, get get through their own problems. Stay out of it, Mom. She's going to end up resenting you if you don't. And uh, please stay away from her husband. Steve? Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. Mm-hmm. Wonderful yes, please, answer please. you just gave, full of hope and optimism and <laughs> getting people to do the right things and all yeah. that. That's wonderful. And to the lady who wrote the letter, please listen to what Shirley told you. Now, what I'm about to tell you, I'm here to tell you about yourself. Now, if you can see some help in there, fine. But my initial approach is not to help you. It's to tell you the truth. Let's start with the truth. You say your daughter got married young and she has a short attention span. That's not what she has. And I'll prove it throughout the letter. She doesn't have a short attention span. She's not, she has a maturity problem and a morality problem. She has a maturity problem and a morality problem. They ain't got nothing to do with short attention span. She ain't in school. This ain't ADD. This ain't what this is. So now, she's almost 30 and look like she's about to cheat on her husband. She's married to a man that's 38. He's a lot more settled than she is. My daughter has been talking to a new guy on the phone, and she told me he's smart and funny. I've seen her ignore her husband's call when he's on the phone with him, and she doesn't even know her four-year-old exists. That's not a short extension stick, uh, uh, attention span. She has a maturity problem and a moral problem, and she's not even a good mother. Your daughter's just not a really, really good person so far in the letter. I asked her if she's having affairs. She said they are in a pluton- they are plutonic friends. Yeah, well, yeah, platonic, whatever that means, whatever. The no key sex, word in that. Friend. No sex. Yeah, well, the key word in platonic is tonic. <laughs> And tonic always means something. Tonic. Uh-huh. Always remember that about plutonic. That means there's something in there. We have to take Pluto. a break right here. Pluto, we're in a plutonic relationship. Okay, no, whatever you want to call it. It's platonic. Okay, listen. We're coming back no, with part not. two of this strawberry letter. <laughs> and Steve's, 
Steve's second half you don't want to miss as well. The subject is my daughter's husband. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is my daughter's husband. Well, this woman wrote this letter about this 30-year-old daughter. She says that she has a, a t- short attention span. We find out in the letter she has a maturity problem, a morals problem, and she's just not a good mother. Doesn't seem like a nice person to me. Uh, she's married to a man, her daughter, that's 30. She's married to a man that's 38. He's more subtle. My daughter's been talking to a new guy on the phone that he describes as uh, smart and funny. Uh, she ignores her husband calls whenever she's on the phone, and she doesn't even know her four-year-old exists. I asked her, the mother asked the daughter she's having an affair, and she said they in a platonic relationship. Plutonic is what is spelled. P-L, platonic. Uh, we do, we're having a disagreement about that. Shirley, of course, knows the proper pronunciation of it, but I know the meaning of it. See, right. knowing how a word is pronounced and what it means is two different things. Key word in here is tonic. Tonic means there's something in it. So if you in a platonic or plutonic relationship with a man or a woman, the key word is tonic. Tonic Uh means there's something in it. Or else what you having it for? Mm. Talking to me. Anyway, the other night she was supposed to come pick up her son and I hadn't heard from her. She wasn't answering her calls and texts. So she reluctantly called uh, her house. Her husband picked up the phone, said he was looking for it too. A few minutes later, he came to get the baby, and I could tell he'd been drinking because he was talkative. He said he thinks your daughter's cheating on him, and he ain't had sex with her in a month. See, now, all of this gets blamed on drinking, but I'm going to show you something about this in a minute. Now, if she wasn't answering the phone for nobody, text, phone calls, mm-hmm. she was in the plutonic relationship. <laughs> This is where she was. It is spelled P L U T O. It should be Pluto. Pluto is a Disney character, but if you put tonic on the end of it, that means he is something. See, Pluto was in a plutonic relationship with Daisy Duck, but guess what, though? What y'all didn't know behind the scenes was he was doing Daisy. He was getting it in with Daisy. What? And Shirley just said it, getting it in right there. <laughs> Always something. Tonic. D- Donald didn't know, tonight. just like the husband in this letter don't know. <laughs> anyway, and said that his daughter been cheating on him and she ain't had sex with him in a month. I felt so bad for him, so I hugged him. He told me I felt good and he squeezed my behind with both hands. I stood there frozen for a second before I pulled away from him. He apologized and said he'd been drinking and then laughed and said I felt like silk. Okay, let's quit blaming everything on drinking. First of all, he wasn't drinking that much because he drove over to the house. He wasn't drinking that much because you was willing to put your grandbaby in the car with him and let him drive home. He wasn't drinking that much because he was cupping your ass. Whoa! Whoa! See now, see what all this got to do with with, with drinking? Cause I've done all this stuff without a sip. So let's quit blaming this on drinking. Cause now let's get into what you said. He asked me if I had ever thought about him in a romantic way. Cause he said when we first met my daughter, and I, he was initially attracted to me. 
then you said, I clearly remember that day, and I did think he was fine AF. Okay, lady, where that come from? <laughs> you didn't even have to put that in the letter. But you know when he grabbed you, it took you, it froze you, and it took you several moments to push away. Then you said, I'm only 48, and a man 10 years younger can't handle me. That's not true. Oh, Lord, lady, that's not true. You 48 and a man 38 can't handle you. That's not true. That's I've been guy. 38 before. <laughs> That's right. Hello. Had a 48-year-old. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you something. I was 23 one time. Yeah. Yeah. Grown woman. Good and grown. Taught me some things, but after I learned it, though, whoo. You had it. Oh, dog. You had it. See, because the the comeback ability I had at 23 was incredible. Mm. Oh, you got me, but give me five minutes and watch this here. I I did multiple shows in the night. It was easy. That's why when I became a stand-up to do four shows in the night, wasn't nothing for me because I had been to four, five shows. I was used to performing multiple times in the night. Anyway... A good thing my boyfriend called when he did because things heated up quickly. I know I need to talk to my daughter about her bad behavior, but I need do I need to tell her about her husband's behavior too? Well, then hold on now. You're also going to have to tell her about your behavior because yeah. you did mention some bad behavior of your own in here. You did think he was fine AF, and you did say if your boyfriend had not called... Things was heating up really quickly, so you was entertaining the conversation and all of this here. So now you can talk to your daughter, but I think the whole family kind of a little bit tricky. And I think the dude, the 38-year-old, know it. So please write us back after you have an affair with this boy that can't handle uh-huh. you. That's fitting <laughs> to put it on you. Fitting to put it on you. <laughs> at Instagram at uh, Steve Harvey FM, and please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Sports Talk with Junior. Junior, what you got? Okay, Shirley. First of all, we want to give a shout out to the Los Angeles Rams that they parade. Woo-hoo! It was very, it was very yes. different. It was a very different mean? parade. Well, you know, they was cussing and everything at they parade on the mic. Aaron <laughs> Donald ain't lit. got no shirt on. He wait, out, there wait. Just, <laughs> he out there just showing out. It was a very different parade. It was very different from baseball <laughs> when they win. You know, everybody, you know, everybody got the jersey on and they just waving. Mm-hmm. No, they out here showing out. It's California, man. So shout the out fans to fans was throwing brand. them drinks on man, the floor. Everything. I said, I said, what is all this? This is not a regular parade here. Also, Drake wrote a poem. Early fall. Yeah. Well, I'm asking you because because she know surely know this uh this it's not even sports play. It's just poetry. Oh, That's okay. all it is. Yeah, Drake wrote a poem to Odell uh-huh. Beckham, and I am now convinced that Drake listened to the show, and I want to say thank you, Drake, for letting me be an influence for you. Oh, you uh, influenced. Yeah, you influenced Bobby? Drake. What? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, listen to this. This, this is the poem. Y'all don't hear me in this. Oh, you influenced Drake here. Well, listen, he's a rapper. He's a yeah. Okay. Yeah, but listen, listen to the poem, though, Carla. This the poem. It says, "I wish I got my flowers when everything wasn't rosy. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to smell them when everyone's being nosy? Pictures of me victorious, they making with Adobe. Make me thankful that a trophy was never made me cozy. 
For now, I just want to feel something. After that, I want to heal something. And after that, I want to build something. But today, I just fulfill something. Did, did, did that sound like me? Yes, no. Yeah. No. Except for that, the end. That, no. Did, did that, no. It did. You ain't never used Adobe. No. But, but Rosie, <laughs> come on, Rosie, nosy. And he was rhyming. Cozy. Yeah. Junior, you all day. That, you all that, day. That's my influence on Drake. It's kind of uh-huh. subpar because he is a rapper. I, I'm doing better than him. It's really a damn shame that he got to put this on here. I mean, his vocabulary should be way more extended after five albums. I mean, you got Rosie, <laughs> Nosey, Adobe, Cozy. I thought of all of that. So I just want Drake to know that, man, I appreciate you listening to the show. Get at me, dog. We can collab on some, you know, maybe on the album. Not a collab, Junior. Why he didn't say say the end at the end? That's why he messed up. That's That's because he don't know that part. That's the next level (laughs) that I'm on that he ain't on. He don't know how to say the end. Because, see, everybody looking for another line. I figured it out for poetry. That's why. Thank you, Drake. Appreciate you, brother. He's a songwriter, Junior. What? Killed that. Yeah. You killed it. Yeah, I killed that. Because I thought I'm influencing Drake. Do you know what level y'all going to have to talk to me on now? It's going to be hard to talk to me. Right. When y'all ask for a poem now, he got to come with a check now. Yeah. Drake did copy my flow. It's it. Uh, look at Steve. Copy this flow. The worst. Look at Steve. <laughs> it's J rap and D rap in the building, baby. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. A woman barred from boarding a flight from Orlando to New York because she appeared drunk led police on a wild chase on her motorized, get this, her motorized suitcase before allegedly spitting at a cop and then defecating in a patrol car. Uh, yeah, whoa, this is awful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is terrible. Oh, that's a lot. Her, her, that's a lot. She's 32 no, no, no. years old. Huh? Well, yeah, you can do that in a patrol car. I damn near did it probably three different times. Well, she riding a suitcase, Well, if you think if you're going down here to get your ass whooped, you're going to probably defecate in the back seat of that car. That didn't happen. (laughs) Go ahead with the story, Cheryl. Her name is Chelsea Alston. She's 32. She's seen on a newly released body cam video at Orlando International Airport. This happened last year. She was rolling away from an airport police officer on her motorized suitcase. Like I said, the officer pursued her on his bike through the airport, and when he caught up to her, she spit on him twice twice once in the eye 
Two things we need to know about this story. Number one, is she white? Why is white man? Come on. And then secondly, how small was she? That's why that suitcase wasn't going I can tell you right now, because my aunt can't ride her suitcase. I can tell you that right now. But listen to what she said to the officer after she spat in his eye. She flipped him off, and then she yelled, blank you, F you, and suck my blank. That's oh, that's what white she privilege. Said. That's, that's white privilege. Oh, I know yeah. it all day. Yeah, yeah. That's privilege yeah. all day. Is she black or white, Shirley? Come on. You oh, know. She, they say she's black. Chelsea. They she was black. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. She was black. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> She don't know what? how much time she finna get it. Yeah. She black, she finna yeah. get some time. Yeah. She, she what you in for? Ride. Suitcase ride. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's some crackhead stuff right there. How, <laughs> how you even know you can ride your suitcase? <laughs> I've seen I see kids do it all the time in the airport, but I've never Damn. seen an adult. I can't believe. Oh my yeah, god! She's a sister. I'm looking at her. Mm-hmm. Wow. A wow. black lady did this? Yes, sir. Yeah. She's black. Well, you know what? You know. He spit on somebody. But it, it, yeah. In his eye. In his eye. And defecated in the police car. Doing Ten mile an hour high speed chase in the airport. That's what you're doing. <laughs> he was on a bike, Junior. Yeah, she on something. Yeah. Uncle Steve, right? She has to be. You on something, brother? Brother, please no. You know how they talking about him down at the precinct? He didn't got spit on, and he had to clean his car. You know how bad this uh. is. <laughs> well, he handled it the right way, professionally. Yes. I'm glad. I'm he glad knew he was a god. Yes, she you know, did. Could have been worse. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, mm, I don't know. What? Nothing. <laughs> you can't nothing say Nothing at all. <laughs> I ain't said nothing, Carl. I ain't said nothing. No, you didn't. But, 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 but you go back there in the back of my car and do it. I, you go back there and do it and see what happened to you. <laughs> yep. Chelsea Austin, 32. Well, send me her picture. I want to know her when I see her. That's sad, though. Yeah, it is. It's That's terrible. Well, That's some issues. She ain't gonna be welcome to the fans reunion. Let me not have her. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and stank up. Chelsea you can't come. Yeah, you ain't finna just defecate no. right here with grandma sitting there. You ain't finna do that. <laughs> no. That's so disrespectful. Yes, yeah, so disrespectful. In the words of J. Anthony Brown, she gonna be, remember that time? She yeah. remember that time. <laughs> she remember that time. <laughs> I know you ain't just set up in here at this dining room table. <laughs> And sugar, honey, iced tea all over you. Not on this seat. It's them the ones. Herbert. I told you to get all of the seats covered. Now, look, come in here. He got the gum seat. Stupid ass gonna leave the plastic off the tutor with the arms on it because you didn't think nobody was gonna use the ones at the ends of the table. Now, this happened to set up here. Sugar, honey, iced tea all over this damn table. We'll be back in 20 minutes after with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, this story is uh, pretty alarming here. A beach in Sydney, Australia, has been temporarily closed after people enjoying a nice day at the beach witnessed a 15-foot shark eat a swimmer. 
Yeah, According so. to TMZ, yeah, TMZ reported that the attack happened while people were fishing off the shoreline and they heard the swimmer scream in terror and saw the entire attack unfold. There is a video of the aftermath with people still in shock over what they had seen. Police reported that when they arrived, human remains could still be seen in the water. Damn. So it begs the question, why do people still go into the ocean? Because this is really I walk tragic. right on that edge where your feet get wet and I come right on back out. I get right yeah. there. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, we ain't going there. Black people go ankle deep. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this deep. could have been prevented. This 15, 15, foot, 15 foot shark, Steve. Let's see a diver. I'm, 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 you don't have to worry about me. I'm not, you know, it's not what I do. And I, go, I spend a lot of time on the ocean. A lot of time. A lot of my vacations are on the ocean. But you're in but a yacht. On it, not in it. On, on the ocean. On. Not in. Not I in. Yeah. That I, once you put that I in, your ass is <laughs> right. in Different the world. Yeah, no, no, no. You're in a no, yacht no. on the yeah, ocean. And, and I don't like that. I've been, I've been in the ocean where I've asked the captain, how deep is the water right here? He says over five miles at this point. Mm. Ah. What what I need in that for? I got a a problem with that. I got a problem with that. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather play against Serena Williams in tennis Mm -hmm. or Tiger Woods in golf? Simple. We ain't finna win now, one of them. Yeah, I ain't gonna win, number one, but I'm gonna have a better (laughs) conversation with Tiger. Okay, so you'll go with Tiger. Uh Yeah, because, you know, we get to walk together and all this. I'm gonna ask him a bunch of questions and stuff. Like what? You know, I'm gonna embarrass myself out there because I show. But first of all, he tees off from the the blacks, which means the furthest tees back there. Mm -hmm. I tee off from the whites. Mm Mm-hmm. The closest the ones. There's only one tee close, and that's the red. That's the ladies' tees. Oh. I like to tee off from the white. I don't even like playing from the blue. <laughs> about the only thing you do, white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about it. But I'd black rather play with Tiger because I'd have a more interesting conversation. The black balls in the back, just so, like I'm going to play with Serena. I'd rather look at Serena. You ain't gonna return a serve. Well, you ain't gonna have time to look at it because she's gonna be whooping your ass. I mean, quickly. See, you can play with Tiger. You're gonna get your ass kicked with Serena. (laughs) I can't beat Serena's daughter, but I'm gonna have fun. (laughs) She can play. She's been playing Tommy, Tommy, you're not gonna gonna get one ball back over the net. I believe you. I believe you. It's going to go by you so fast. When you going to hit it, Serena? <laughs> but, she already hit it. But it's going to look good on YouTube, though. <laughs> All right. Would you rather parasail over the Grand Canyon? B. 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 Oh, really? Or would yeah. you rather ride in a race car with Bubba Watson during a competition? You oh, Bubba can still? drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. B. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. You don't want to be on We're not getting over the, the on a kite over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you hear me? Well, just yeah. rock. I'm going to fill that whole canyon up. Soon as they fly With. me over. I could talk to Bubba. Slow down, man. What we doing here? We ain't got to win this. <laughs> right, right, right. Bubba, quit rolling up on these people like this. <laughs> no, I'd rather be with Bubba in that car. You can believe that. I'm not parasailing over no parasailing damn canyon. Okay. There's right. no the way. You think they had a problem with that black girl in that police car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk? 
Everybody down in that canyon. Everybody. I got something for everybody down in that canyon. What is these wet rocks? Too far. Is this acid rain? Reel it in. Acid rain all of a sudden. All right. I think we have time for one last quick one. Would you rather eat pureed chitterling soup, pureed chitlin soup, or opossum stew? Give me that chitlin soup. Chitlin soup or opossum stew? Put some pepper on that chitlin soup. Some hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I've had both. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. That's today's edition of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day, our last break of the week. It's been a great week. We had Usher earlier in the week. um, And today we had Tyler Perry. And we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Tyler Perry. Uh, He was our special (laughs) guest. Um, Don't forget, uh, Medea Homecoming, Friday, February 25th on Netflix. We'll be watching the Yes, we will. Thank oh, you so I'm much, Tyler. To see what this gonna be. This is gonna be crazy. I know Tyler. <laughs> you, you know, know it's it all is. The chain. You know it. You know it is. <laughs> <laughs> what an inspiration Tyler is. I mean, wow, yeah. he does everything. He's an uh, interesting brother, man. You know, uh, that kind of leads me to my uh, to my closing because as interesting as people are as inspirational as other people can be for you and always use these people to as inspiration don't use them as jealousy and envy and all of that just be be proud that you see somebody when they're accomplishing something that just really annoys me when i see people who suffer from the trolls and the hatred out there because they're doing something and doing well but bishop jakes said it in a sermon one time they talk about you because you're winning. That's when they talking about you. They talk about you when you're about something, when you're doing something. If you don't want nobody to talk about you, just stop, stop trying. Go over there and sit down somewhere. You can end it right there. But in watching people and using them as inspiration, also remember, that's not your story. What Tyler has is for Tyler. That's not your story, Steve Harvey. That's not your story. What happened to Michael Jordan? That's not your story, Steve Harvey. That's not your story. I'm talking to everybody out there. Don't look at somebody else's life and try to pluck them out and plant yourself into their equation because first of all, it's impossible to happen. You will never, ever take the exact same path of anybody. The arrival that we all reach our destination has never been done exactly that way before. Oh, you may have similar circumstances. You may have similar outcomes. You may have similar stories to tell. 
But the journey is yours. Your story is yours. Understand that. And you can find contentment in understanding that your story is uniquely yours. It's okay. Man, I wish I had Tyler Perry's money. You're not willing to do what Tyler Perry did. You're just not. You may not even be capable of doing what Tyler did. So what do you keep talking about that for? Know that God is the architect and author of your story if you allow him to be. And God has a great story for you. God has a plan to honor you and prosper you. He has a plan for that. But you got to lend yourself to his plan. And what I've had to learn most of late, I wish I had known this earlier in my life, but I thank God I got it now. When I ask God for something, I always now incorporate that if it's in his will and if it's in his timing, that releases a lot of pressure, man. Because of everything I ask for, I ask for God to bless it, but I want to make sure that it's in line with his will and I get out of the way and allow for it to happen in his timing. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. And that's a hard one to learn, man. For me, for everybody I know, be anxious for nothing. So what that tells me is, don't sit up and press, 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 press and then won't, 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 and then look up and it ain't happening, and now you're thinking because it's delayed, it's denied. That's not the case. It just wasn't in the timing. You've got to be open to God's will and his timing. I'm telling y'all, man, put some relaxation in your life a little bit. Most people got high blood pressure, dying from hypertension and all this here, man, because they got some pressure on themselves that they body not built for. You not built for tomorrow. You are built for today. The Lord's prayer clearly says, give us this day our daily bread. He's talking to all of us. You're not built to overly concern yourself with tomorrow. If you put in all the work that you're supposed to put into today, the decisions you make in today will affect your tomorrow. But it's your tomorrow is not for you to worry about because you don't know what tomorrow going to bring. So you've got to open up yourself to his will and his timing. I know I keep saying the same thing, but I'm trying to get you to understand it because it took me so long to get it. I wish I had gotten that aspect of it, man. It released so much pressure off me when I started to understand simply the fact that because it's delayed doesn't mean it's denied. God has a plan for you, man, but you got to line yourself up to his timing. I ain't never seen God come right when I wanted him to come because I want it right now. I want it now. But guess what? I ain't never seen him be too late. That's, oh, it's like a magic trick. <laughs> it's crazy. You hear old people say it all the time. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. He ain't ever been late. That's why I had to learn to open up all my prayers to his will and his timing. It makes such a, it releases a lot of pressure. Just try it, y'all. From now on, when you pray, ask God after you pray 
and give me the strength and wisdom to understand what is your will in my life and let me have the patience and the understanding for your timing. Those are my closing remarks. Have a great day, y'all. Talk to God and love to hear from you. Powerful, powerful. I love that. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you, if you could? Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension. Literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology, combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the dull and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.